Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey kids, sorry for the late release. This episode was a doozy. Between how much we had to say and some technical difficulties, we spent nearly three hours recording. And I cut it down to just over one. So this one's a little bit later and a little bit longer. I hope you enjoy. Oh, and just a reminder, we do swear on this podcast. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we are recapping the entire Circle Opens Grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's split up, gang, and look for clues. We're going to jump into some questions. When we got to the end of the first quartet, it was uh, about March 2021. And the first thing we talked about was, like, wow, this was relevant. So what do you guys think, like books five through eight, how relevant did this feel to our lives today? Maybe not, 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 not as relevant as maybe the first four books were, Yeah, but we are seeing bad people getting in trouble for things that they've done that they've been getting away with for a while. So yeah, that's true. That is happening now and it's kind of great. I was going to say between that, there was a lot of unrest Mm -hmm. in these books i mean we kind of saw it through all of them but especially in sandry's book and in tris's book there's a lot of civil unrest and that's a hell of a lot more relevant in 2020 to 2021 but i mean it's still a huge issue today so like maybe not as relevant and hard-hitting as the first quartet was but definitely still something that we can draw parallels to. Coming off of Shatterglass, I think a lot about the caste system and all of the things that we've said about socioeconomics and racial divisions in the United States and all of the problems coming out of that. Honestly, like quite frankly, political divisions. We are so divisive right now and it's eating us up. Oh, and then I, I feel like also we, we see a lot of that stuff in, with Briar too, the socioeconomic differences and the way people kind of get screwed over and how people end up in positions that maybe aren't great places to be, but they feel like they do that out of necessity. I know that like Briar comes around and goes, oh, you know, maybe being in a gang wasn't a great thing, but we also see that it helped him when he was a kid and maybe did kind of save his life because he didn't have anybody else and he was a little kid. People shouldn't have to end up in those situations. I think for me, probably the hardest hitting relevance wise was actually Magic Steps, which I still stand is a metaphor for depression. Reading that in spring of 2021, when we've been in this, in the middle of this pandemic for a year, and we still are in a pandemic, but we're also kind of trying to come out of it and open our doors and come back to the world. That felt very real at the time. What Sandry deals with, with the unmagic definitely feels like depression and, and again, isolation because all of her friends are gone. That felt very much like, oh, this is exactly what I'm dealing with. Brittany, thoughts? Wait, y'all basically hit the nail on the head. 
there's not really much more to say. You guys already said it all. The next question I have is kind of geared toward um, Brittany and Goodwin, but Indy, jump in if you have thoughts. How did this quartet meet or break your expectations? For me, I felt like we explored the evils of man a bit more uh, yeah. compared to the original ones. Like the original ones that were more sure. like more force, like man more versus nature. nature. Yeah. 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 I was like man versus nature kind of just, you know, I was expecting maybe some more magical bads being done instead of murderers. Not saying that I didn't like the change. I, I didn't quite know exactly which way the story was going to go. And right. I think it's I think it's interesting because it kind of does show like the kids that things can be bad, but not necessarily evil, like a wildfire right. or an earthquake. And even with evil in people, there is still some nuance for the reasons why they're committing these evils. Yeah. Especially in like Dodge's case, uh, she didn't want to see the world as gray. She just wanted to see it as black and white. She was like, oh, this person that's committing all these crimes must look pure evil. Not the case. People yeah. are people and people aren't evil, just purely evil or purely good. People are both good and bad and I think these books definitely showcase that and let them know that as well. The first four books are kind of like yeah we're just going to throw the concept of good versus evil totally out the window uh, and we're going to deal with natural disasters. You don't have a big bad and we do have antagonists right we have Yaren we have Polyam we have Amory but aside from Triss's book there's not a big bad it's kind yeah. of it's, these are Which is really refreshing. And then also with these four books, we still don't have like good versus evil. I mean, we kind right. of do, but we still feel sympathy for these quote unquote evil people. I feel like the only person that would probably fit the evil category in these books is probably Lady Zanadia. Yeah. And she had no redeeming qualities whatsoever. All these yeah. other evil characters you could feel some sympathy for. I feel like she got to books five through eight and went, okay, let's toy with that whole good versus evil thing. And then she breaks that into pieces. And by the time you get to the end of the quartet, it's like, yeah, even when we're dealing with people, there's not much good versus evil. It's I, a lot of nuance. I also like with like other fantasy books, the good versus evil is, oh, there's this big heroic quest we have to go on now. And with these stories, there isn't this big epic quest. They still have to live their normal everyday lives while contending with this evil person, which is weird to see in a fantasy novel. And I thought yeah. it was really good. Despite how magical and fantasy the story is, it, it is written in a very grounded way. I do also feel like the kids are older, and so the story's gotten a little darker. So it's like, oh, well, they've grown up, and so has our plot line. How did you feel about the kids splitting up? I was so sad. I was so ready for more shenanigans and being together. I was like, all right, they got through all this stuff. Now we're going to get to see some fun shenanigans stuff with them before they get a little bit older. No, three, four years later. I'm like, no, I wanted to see the shenanigans. I figured they would have to separate just so they'd be able to grow as individuals, but still kind of sucks to not see them together. I mean, I figured they would eventually split apart. I figured we'd have like one or two books of shenanigans and then them splitting apart. But I wasn't expecting it immediately. Like, no, <laughs> what are we doing? But I, yeah. I'm glad they split up and each book was really good. Let's gush a little bit and talk about favorite things. Do either of you have a favorite book or a favorite scene from this quartet? I'm just going to say straight out, like I basically said in the last episode, like Shatterglass is my favorite of the four. I think I had to read this quartet a couple times to come to that conclusion. But yeah, I really love Shatterglass. I do think that the scene that stands out above all is actually the end of cold fire where they're executing ben um like i think i think if i picked one scene from the entire quartet that i was like this is the scene that stuck with me the most 
it's probably that one. Yeah, I, I was going to say I've got several favorites throughout, um, but yeah. that was very impactful because it shows Daja, you know, just because Ben, not just, but, you know, he did some horrible things, but that doesn't mean that his punishment should be as cruel as possible. And right. she wasn't alone in that. Like, she, she right. had other people support her, not not just her found family and Triss, Briar, and Sandry. The people around her, they hadn't, like, still supported her and helped her in that. One of my favorite scenes, uh, the DNRs exploding. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it, it, it was very much horror movie vibes, and I uh, I thought it was very, like, it, I'm not gonna say it's like, oh, that's the coolest scene ever, or like, it was awesome, but it was, you know, it was, it was, it was very surprisingly, like, it wasn't super explicit, but it was very much like, oh, these people are now chunks. Sandra's gonna remember that for a long fucking time. Like I said, we, we we've seen some bad stuff happen before, but that one was particularly like uh that whole book, actually, uh, with children being killed, uh, and people being it, it was it was a very not gonna say whiplash, but it was it was a very different change of pace from the first four. Definitely, definitely. I feel like the scene that really stands out to me from Magic Steps is the the reveal that the unmagic mage is a kid. That's another mm-hmm. one that always stood out to me. Yeah, throughout the entire book, we had no idea. Pierce does a really good job with reveals in this because um, she has that reveal, and then we have the reveal in Street Magic with the where she's feeding the the bodies to her plants, and then we have the reveal with who the murderer is, who the ghost is in Shatterglass. Yeah. Uh, I feel like with Magic Steps that she fooled us a little bit with her reveal yeah because she was caught had her other characters call the mage grandpa and that's what yeah. threw us because yeah. he's called grandpa grandpa usually means old so right. I, I feel like that one is just a tricky uh reveal like oh you tricked us so right the other two the other reveals i feel like were more wow because like i didn't see especially shattered glass if, if i were to have to put pick out of the four books i would definitely have to pick shattered glass as being my favorite i didn't see it coming at all and i'm like it, it was such a good book <clears throat> for scenes um it was just really cool to see all four of them how cold they can be uh Sandry you definitely wouldn't expect it and she didn't want to but towards the very end when she had to make the decision on whether she was going to let them live or not she just was cold and like she just shook her head like no I'm not saving you you're done I, I feel like hers was the of the coldness hers was like the warmest cold if that makes sense yeah Briar, he turned into a straight up villain oh my ice, goodness ice cold he i'm glad he's on our side because oh my gosh the boy is terrifying he's so scary he was a, definitely an anime villain in his book uh, oh my goodness boy we knew you could get cold but jesus christ and then Daja, she uh, was kind of cold towards the end whenever uh, Ben is trying to escape and just like uh-huh. melting his skates and putting them together. And just like, it, I always felt like she was a cat hunting prey and she just played with her prey. Like it was, oh, it was very cold. And then Tris at the end, she's terrifying already without being cold and just... <laughs> She went into Avatar State and was going to murder this guy. And it's like all these scenes of the kids being cold and villainous was, yeah. was definitely really cool. It was really fun scenes. Andy, you've got a, uh, do you have a favorite book from this quartet or any favorite scenes? The first time I ever read this quartet, Cold Fire was my favorite. I loved the twins. I absolutely adore like Dodge's interactions with them and I think that that one hit me the hardest as far as the whole situation with Ben. Rereading it, the scene or lack thereof of what Ben did to his mother still stands out the most. That scene or again lack thereof is horrifying because we see Mm -hmm. that Pierce doesn't shy away in the rest of them from the violence 
and yeah. murdering we're children, all... murdering pirates, murdering yeah people into itty bitty chunks. And like we we know that she doesn't shy away from this stuff. And then in yeah. this one, you're left to your imagination, and somehow it's worse. And like that that scene stood out to me the first time because of that intensity and it still stands out to me considering Daja has seen some shit already and for her to say that that was one of the most horrifying things she's ever seen yeah oh fuck and like but this time around me reading it I I think it's because I have a soft spot for Briar that I just really love that book I really like how his character changes and stays the same i think i talked it to death during that book about how (laughs) briar is simultaneously both briar and roach in that book and to try and separate the two is disingenuous to the other and so i do think that i i I really do think that straight magic is my favorite this time around just there's so much vividness to it and like we do actually get a character that we can actively despise and like we we don't get that in the other ones i like that slight change all of the books though they follow a very similar formula are all different we have dinners where they're for they're out for revenge but ultimately like they are incredibly sympathetic And then you have Ben. You feel bad for the guy. Mm -hmm. But then when he takes that turn, you're like, how can you do this knowing what you've been through? Like, how is... I mean, you still feel sympathetic and you still feel bad for him. But you're like, how can you put this much pain in the world when that's what you've been through? And so it's it's a very different dynamic. And then when we get to Shatterglass, we have the ghost everything about him is tragic violence shouldn't have been the answer all of the civil unrest the the invisibility the just way that that class of people were treated like it makes sense and like with ladies and Nadia, there is no rhyme no reason she's a bored rich lady who wants to put misery and pain in the world and we don't see why she just wants to and like i really like that each of these books are different while being the same like ladies and nadia i wanted so badly to get the revenge on her because we didn't get that revenge Mm-mm. and now reading Shatterglass, it's like oh man it would have been it, nice to have the revenge but again do we deserve to kill her like yeah. mm, no we don't and like that's i feel that makes that line hit so hard you're led to want revenge against ben you're led to want revenge against lady zanania and you're led to want revenge against the guys these are things that you're being led to you Mm -hmm. want this you want it yeah and then then you're wanting it with this last guy and then that line i'm like ah I know yeah. I keep going back to that line, but that line got me. And like in each in each book, that revenge that you're wanting, you don't get. Yeah. Because you don't get it with Ben. Because Daja doesn't kill him out of revenge. She kills him out of sympathy and respect. The fact that we get no, no cathartic release of revenge mm-hmm. and then we hear that line and this this is what we've been building up through for the whole series. Ugh, yeah. Like, finally getting that revenge after four books. Finally getting the revenge. It so. hits hard. Oh, that line yeah. hits so hard. Yeah, it So who's your favorite student? Uh, Kef. 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 But also Thomas, even though he's in like oh. one scene. Yeah. I want the book about him. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Hey, Glocky's fixing to live there. Maybe Evie. We have a new circle. Posco lives in the area. I'm, I'm going to say that it's a tie between the twins and Posco. 
to be honest. Uh, Jory drives me crazy. Oh my I goodness. I love Jory and Gia. I really <laughs> do. Costco, I just want to grab him by his ear. Listen. <laughs> I think it's because I really like the dynamic between Posco and Sandry is why I like Posco so much. And I love Dodge's interactions with the twins. I really love Nia. Nia's so sweet. All the students are so great. I love Evie. I love Nia. I love Kev. The other two, oh my goodness. (laughs) I I feel like we don't. I want to shake them. I feel like we don't get to see very much of Nia and Jory. We get to see a lot more of the other three. There's two of them. They had to split the spotlight. Yeah. Well, also, Daja doesn't spend as much time with them either. Because she doesn't have to teach them. She just has to do meditation. I think that's why I like those two a lot is because of Daja's interactions. Because she has to handle them so differently. I really like Daja's interactions with Nia in particular. Yeah. Yeah. and I love watching Nia teaching Dasha to skate. The payback. <laughs> Evie, Evie's my favorite. I like that she's smart and she's tenacious and she's like, she's literally a child, but like she is so willing to struggle to she's be able to survive. so excited about life and learning. Yeah. So she's been through so much stuff, but she still has so much love and passion. I love Evie. I'm excited to yeah. see her in other books. Because I'm sure she's going to be back. Plus, she's like tough, but with eyeballs that work. So. So speaking of teachers, what about the other teachers that we see? Or do you have any favorites there? Other teachers? There's Juba Huba. Oh, he's There's great. Yeah. I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Juba Huba, uh, yes. What, uh, comic Oakborn, Potcracker. Uh, I really like Yasmin, but I honestly think Potcracker is my favorite because Pot she's a cracker. chef, and her name is Potcracker. What, what, what is, is the name of uh, the ugly guy? I don't remember his name. Oh, oh Tarad. Oh, Tarad. Tarad. Yeah, Tarad. Yeah, He's a teacher for Dasha. I yeah. love Tarad. He's so amazing. I love Tarad. He's the Frankenstein man, but everybody loves him. The scary man with the heart of gold. His wife is also fantastic. But I would have to say Tarad. I love Tarad. Andy, good one. You have opinions on the teachers? I have strong feelings about Tarad. And Potter. Fair. But let's be honest. Like, I like Tarad because that's a good human being. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be, and he goes out of his way to be so nice to everyone. He's such a good person. I love him. And then you've got Potcracker, and I fucking just love her snark. She doesn't take any bullshit, and I love it. I particularly like the comment Haluda Salt makes about why Potcracker is not at the big fancy party for the mages. I liked how Potcracker like straight up just put Dodge to work. Like, if you want something, you're, you're gonna have to get something. You're gonna have to give something back. You gotta earn it. Yeah, yeah. One of the scenes that always stood out to me was the one where she tests Jory and she sends her into the storeroom, and she's like, "Go get me all this stuff." And then Jory goes in, and then she turns to Dodge, and she's like, that's my private storeroom, nothing's ladled. Who's your favorite investigator? Oh, I really like Ulfric. Yeah. Yes. Me too. Rip in peace. He died too soon, even though he was he kind of really old. Did. He really did. <laughs> he was kind of old. <laughs> uh, I, I love Wolfric. I, I think that's a that's a general consensus. Like Wolfric was just such a good good comedic relief. And it's <laughs> really it was really nice to see that like relationship between Sandra and Wolfric. Like it was yeah. really nice. He brought a lot of levity to an otherwise very stressful situation and i think Mm -hmm. that he was probably the best idea for the first investigator we get led in from the original quartet into a quartet of murder mysteries all of them were heavy him bringing levity into the first book i think was beautiful choice yeah yeah and it also just makes his death 
harder because he oh, was yeah. so likable from the fucking get-go. Mm-hmm. And I I both love and hate that trope of where it's I love this person. Ah, they're gonna die. Yeah, just like, like Dolly. Yeah. Like, oh, we really like y'all. Like, she's about to die. Yeah. Rest in peace, Wolfric Snaptrap. And yeah. may we see you one day at the buffet table in the sky. Yes. yes. Also, best name in the series, hands down. For sure. I don't know. I like Potcracker. We talked a lot in these last four books about pairing people off. Of all of the different pairs or possible pairs uh, in these last four books, who's your OTP? Uh, Dama and Keth, definitely, 100%. <laughs> no! Yep, Dama and Keth, 100%. No, see it. I'm down. They're going to touch I will tips. Admit, they're That's... my favorite, like, best friend pairing. Like, I just want them to become besties. But I mean, you I saw them it. eating dinner together, hanging out, like, just shooting shit, waiting for the globes to, You're like... definitely... You've got a point. You've got yeah. a point. You can be mad. You can be mad, Brittany, but I'm, I'm not... You can't say I'm wrong. No. I mean, I'm still with Brittany. I think Tris and Captain Triss, 100%. When she's older, of course. When she's older. I I do like the idea of Triss and Keth eventually hooking up. They Um, they have shared trauma together. Nothing brings people closer together than shared trauma. Exactly. I mean, that's that's essentially what the premise of the first four books is, isn't it? (laughs) Four traumatized children under one roof, and they will become family. They share trauma together. The earthquake brings them together. And then they continue to have trauma together. <laughs> well, I just want to take this moment to remind everybody about Frostpine and Anusa. Probably my favorite canon pairing from these four books is Vedris and... Yeah. They're so yeah. adorable. They're so thinking cute. Any any other new characters that we have to take a moment to talk about and gush about? Chime and the cast. I, I was going to say, I think Chime is still cool. Yeah, I will agree with that. Oh, Glocky, super cute. Very sad that oh. she lost her mommy. Mm-hmm. And then her mimicking Tris later on, carrying the, her dolls in a sling is so oh. cute. Like, oh, I love Glocky. Absolutely. I also really like Kat's cousin. Antonella. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Very supportive, for sure. Yes. And Sandry's bodyguards. Yes. yes. Who's your least favorite character now? Um, just new ones, or like in general? Either and both. Mm. Lady Zanadia. No, she's great. Uh, that's where I'm at. No, Lady she's Zanadia. great. I aspire to be her. <laughs> fight, children, fight. Yes, that's why I have two now. <laughs> Gonna have to go with the ladies and audio there. Yeah. Pretty pretty bad. Which kid do you think is the best teacher? That is a question. I um, feel like it's Briar. I was, I was gonna say, to say the same I feel thing. like it's Briar. I feel like it's Briar. Yeah. Sure. He was very reluctant, but almost immediately was like, all right, here we go. Once he started teaching, he was like, oh, I really like this. It mentions that he's tired because he stayed up the night before, like essentially lesson planning. Researching, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, him and getting like, the rock alphabet was, oh. There's a lot of things he does that I feel like just make him a natural teacher. I'm like, mm, kids got instinct. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to be the worst at this event out of all of us no no you're the best you're so good at this he's definitely putting in the most effort i feel i feel like this is a pretty good teacher though too well see i was gonna say i'm kind of surprised like so with the first quartet we see tris teaching right how to read she's very patient with him and goes through and teaches in this but we see her with Kath and she does not have that patience. Well, I feel like she had more of an attachment with Briar. She'd already been through so much with Briar. Yeah. 
And this is well, just a random guy she met off the street. So, but, that, but that's the thing. When seeing her teaching Briar, I, I kind of feel like your expectation is that she would be the best of the teachers. Yeah. But in a way, she's kind of the worst. I disagree. I don't think she's like, the worst. I think Daja's the worst. I do Daja. She strikes me as kind of the opposite of Briar. She just seems so reluctant. Mm-hmm. Like, I got better things to do than deal with your kids. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But she does pull it out. Like, she figures she out, okay, this Not willingly. Like, She's like, ah, I don't want to yeah. do this, but I can't let them know I don't want to do this. I guess <laughs> I'll do it. So I wouldn't say Daja's a bad teacher, exactly, but she's, yeah, I, I don't think she's as good to. as the other. She has no desire to do it whatsoever the others didn't really have a desire to do it either but they stepped up and actually did it she was dragging her feet the whole time i do not want to do this good when you got opinions you want to argue with us no no i don't i totally agree with that i i'm disappointed that dajo is not a better teacher but right i I was excited to see her be a teacher i was like she had the least responsibility and she shirked it the most yes yes yeah. And I was excited to see her be a teacher, too, because, like, she's the most reliable one. She's the person that people can go to if they need something. And she's like, no, fuck all that. I feel like she's in her rebellious stage. The other three have already went through their rebellious stages. And she's just now getting to her. She's a late bloomer. <laughs> I feel like it's good though because she's the like calm centered one so it's nice to see her in a moment where she's not like that selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is there to help you grow shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with shopify Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How do you feel that you have changed while reading these four books? I've already mentioned mine several, several times. I want to revenge this whole, all four of these books, and then just 
that one line. I keep mentioning it. Getting <laughs> tired of hearing myself say it. I'm sure I have annoyed all of y'all by saying it <laughs> so much. But just like all three of the other books, we didn't get that revenge. And I wanted it so desperately. And then this fourth one, I wanted the revenge again. I was like, yes, we're finally going to get this revenge. We didn't get it. Just the line of, do you deserve it? I'm going to go back to what I said in the last chapter. And just, I feel like I've reflected a lot on who I am and how, how I am a product of my upbringing and the product of the society that I live in. The ways that that is a good thing and the ways that that is a bad thing. Yeah. Maybe some thoughts on what I can do about it. I agree because I feel like I've done a lot of growth as a person already, but reading these books, I've realized, yeah, I've grown a lot, but there's still more growing to be done, um, which is a good reminder to not just stay stuck in a rut and continue growing. There's always more work to be done. Exactly. For me, over over these books, with everything else that's going on, I feel like tried to become a little bit more mindful of other people. Like, I mean, I've always tried to play devil's advocate. This might be why this is going on, but I've never, like, acted on that, even if these are me trying to sway myself from choosing not violence. <laughs> I feel like this coupled with stuff that's gone in in my personal life that these books have taught me no matter how dark it gets there's always hope. I mean and that's a, that's a really weird way to put it. I mean especially looking at the topics of the books but we see just that glimmer of hope in each book after everything is said and done like we see the rebuilding of the hospital in cold fire we see the the unionizing in shatter glass we see briar's garden i mean we see these glimmers of hope I feel like that's also something important to take away just even in chaos in the worst times there is still always hope yeah And I think that we all kind of need that reminder sometimes. Yeah, for me, it was that the ends do not justify the means. We see magic steps that Dina hurts on a quest for revenge, essentially, which which started out with, you know, just a tiny little misstep, essentially, from someone ending up in families being destroyed. At, At no point does someone stepping in front of someone else at no point should that lead to people dying much less like in the books children in cold fire we see everything that ben did was supposed to be to prepare the people in town to make them better prepared to fight against fires we, we know that wasn't necessarily true but that was his justification for it and you can yeah. you can see the cogs in his mind however twisted they were reach that conclusion where setting fires killing people if necessary will better prepare, prepare them and that just doesn't you know achieving that goal through hurting innocent people is not the way to do it and you know obviously i don't think i'll ever be in a situation like that I, I feel like it's definitely reminded me to stick to my morals, to keep doing good, to go about things the correct way, because trying to get back at people for whatever slights might be done against me, like, it's not, it, it, it doesn't matter. The ends don't justify the means. Before we go into our predictions, I'm, I want to open up to a broad do you guys have any hopes or expectations for the last three books in this series i have hopes <laughs> i have dreams too i dream that these four children will meet up again and have a good time i feel I, I don't... like they will for sure will they well i think they will because the first one is the the circle of magic and then that's them being together and then Uh the next ones are the circle opens they're apart and now this one's reforged so they're coming back together i'm sure and they've been to i feel like they've been apart for so long 
that they're going to have to like relearn how to be around each other again. Mm, yeah. Cause they've changed quite a bit. They have. And these experiences have definitely changed them and they didn't get to rely on each other to be able to get through those things. And now they're going to have to relearn how to be a circle again, where they're going to have each other's thoughts intruding in their minds again because they're so used to not being around each other where uh their voices can be heard constantly throughout that's true all the time and so now they're gonna have to get used to being back together and having to deal with all that again i'm sure or even if they even want to i mean who knows maybe they decide hey you know what i haven't been around these people for a long time maybe i don't even like these people anymore <laughs> these people suck. I don't want these people in my brain right now. Yeah, no. I'm I'm sure they're like in puberty and everything and they're like having thoughts about people like ooh this person and they're like, "Oh wait, my siblings can hear me." Oh no. <laughs> Become a horny teenager and you're like, "Shit, everyone's in my head." That would mm. be horrible. Oh god, I be the worst. So we've reached my favorite part of this episode. And guys, I'm going to admit, I've been waiting two and a half years. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked asking you guys questions during the predictions for Shatterglass. So I'm going to do this kind of the same way. I'm going to give you the three words as usual and let you make some open predictions. And then I'm going to have some questions to get a little more specific. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your three words are duty debt and discord duty debt. <laughs> you said discord. duty <laughs> duty uh, well obviously discord is the social media discord they're gonna have some discord <laughs> oh yes. my god in duty someone's gonna become a discord admin yeah power go, so, go to their heads so is like tris gonna invent discord yes <laughs> learn academic magic and uh make a computer we're using the electricity and like the minerals to make a a circuit board and that'll make computers and then she'll invent the internet well and i always have to tie this into disney so the debt part of it is like robin hood there's an empress involved i'm sure will of the empress so she is becoming a discord uh person and she's gonna steal from the rich and give to the poor in her discord community so if we're going Robin Hood, are we also going to bring in the Robin Hood stock app? Yes. The what? Oh, the the, the yes. stock investment application. Yeah, yes, we yeah. can bring that in there too. The, no, that's uh, where is, the, that's would where Tris the be a crypto from. person? Mm, I uh, hey, gross. she was complaining about in this book how she is out of all the siblings, she's the only one that is not uh. able to make money. And yeah. so, oh, no. she's going to make money by inventing it. Yeah. No, because then Frost, Pine, and Dodge would have to go after her with their with yeah. the things that happened in their book. Can't be making money. Well, I but mean, it's uh, digital money, so it's fine. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I hate this so much. I hate this. <laughs> do want to say that I think Discord is the name of their new animal companion. Yes. Because we're not, we're not missing again. We're not missing no. again, Brittany. We're not missing again. Uh-uh. I was waiting for somebody to say that. Ain't happening. Good not job. again. The one time. time we fucking forget. <laughs> oh. What kind of animal is Discord going to be? I, I want to say like a raccoon. That would be cool. <laughs> That sounds like a raccoon name for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gonna be like devious little, the raccoon they're, they're just devious and, like, little guns. You know, with their uh, well, they do have boom powder. And then when you bring the, back the boom powder, <laughs> and Discord the boom dust raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So right now, I'm getting that this is Robin Hood meets Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Yes. That's our movie tie-ins. Yep. That's it. That's the one. Who do you think this book is going to be about? We've just finished two quartets, so we're kind of we have a new set of books. 
who is this one going to be about? Who? So it's only going to be one? Who could be multiple people? Multiple whoms? I'm just thinking this, like, just kind of breaking it down via the first book in the se- in the whole total series was Sanders' book, then Triss's book, then Dodge's book, then Briar's book, right? And then it was it was Sandry Andrews. again, mm-hmm. then Briar, then Briar, then Daja, mm-hmm. and then, then Triss. Triss. So I think this one's going to be Sandry again. I, don't know. I feel like it's going to be all four of them because the circle's reforging. And then we're also going to have Evie in the mix and possibly Glocky. And Do you think the Tinkers will be there? No, I don't think so. I think they'll finally be moving on. The kids are going to spread their wings Ooh, and fly. That that kind of comes into another question. I think Is they're going to be like 17, maybe. Yeah. We're going to have another 18. time skip. I think the Empress is going to be stepping down and possibly Sandri needs to take over because yeah, the Empress I, is getting old, I'm sure. I, I definitely think Sandri's involved just because she is royalty and Empresses are also royalty. So there might be some royal intrigue, royal intrigue, intrigue. So I know that uh, <laughs> Briar, Evie, and Rose Thorn mm-hmm. have all been mentioned Every single time Molly has talked about this book. Uh, but then, I guess, is it only just them? That's the question. Cause I that, yeah, because it'll be just them. Because I, I don't think the, the, the squad, the homies, are going to get back together until the, the, the third book. That would be so upsetting. I think it's going to happen like towards the end of Battle Magic, maybe? Mm. Or into the third one. What's I don't the name think of the third book? Battle Magic is the third book. Melting oh. Stones is the one in between. Melting Stones. Ah. I well, have that one. I feel like Evie's going to be Melting Stones. It definitely Daja. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like two and two and they hook back all, like all four of them at the end. Yeah, so. two and one, two and another, and then yeah. they're back in, together in the third one. Interesting. Interesting. So are we saying Briar and Sandry in this? I think that would be my uneducated guess. Yeah, but Evie yeah. is with Briar, and I feel like Evie's gonna be a melting stone. But you've talked about Briar and Evie being in Will of the Empress, so do Briar and be split up? Do <laughs> or Briar- unless I just say shit to throw you off. Yeah. Which mm. I don't know. As many times as you've said it. <laughs> you've said it a lot and i mean a lot where do you think the book is going to take place i want to say emelon because i want to see gores again <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fair statement i don't think that's going to be the case probably somewhere in wherever the empress is at where is she located the capital Let's go with the capital. That's my guess. They're gonna go the capital, the capital yeah. of the place they're Whoa. at. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> one? The capital of the universe. I was gonna say, I feel it's gonna be southern of Emelon, but I'm not 100% sure if we've been introduced to it yet. Maybe it's like the Italy of wherever the papacy is located. Maybe it's like yeah. Rome. I was gonna say I, I I kind of have this vibe of southern to the left. <laughs> south left. Left would that be southwest? I thought that was all water. So I'm there's sorry. a map if it helps. So south left would either be An Anderon and Darren or somewhere in the Pebbled Sea, I'd say. The big island. Tatar Island. Yeah. And the reason I say this is we've been to Caption, we've been to Sotat, and we've been to Emelon, and all three of those are the large, like, our cities. Like, they have capital cities. Yeah. So just, just a reminder, this map is the one that's printed in the front of Sandry's book, and Hajra is where Briar started, Ninver is where Triss was, Summer Sea is obviously where we end up, and I believe the uh, city on Hatar Island is where Daja talks to the Trader Council. I feel like those Stepping Stone Islands is probably where they're going to be for Melting Stones. I love this too much, watching you all puzzle over the map. I think that very bottom island, because it has... Zacton? I can't read that. Does it say Zacton? That's the capital. 
Tin or something similar. Being that yeah, that's that's the Hatara Island. What we can assume is the capital. That that's my vote. Yeah, I think it's gonna be there. Emelon is big. Sotat looks bigger than Emelon in IMO. So I'm gonna say Sotat. Oh wait, Captain's right. kind of big too. Wait, we've already been there. We've already been to Sotat too. That's true. Uh, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see Briar go back to Sotat though. <laughs> Again, like, you're not allowed here. He's already but done they in, that. They were in Sotat in Street Magic. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah. So, yeah it's the island. They're only gonna be on the island. It's Tar because we haven't gone back. You know what we haven't seen? Yang Jing. Mm. We haven't actually. We haven't. That was mentioned at some point. Isn't yeah. that where Briar and Rosar were heading? I think that's where they were headed. I originally. believe that's where they were going. I believe it's mentioned that Evie was from there. Posco mentioned something about the Emperor of Yanjing in Magic Steps. Yeah, because uh, didn't he try oh. to court uh, Yasmin? Like, Yasmin. danced for him for a yeah, year. Yeah, and he gave her like a dress made out of pearls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remember Molly saying something about. Wait to remind me about the dress of pearls when we get to the will of the inference. I think you're on to something. Yeah. <laughs> Molly's laughing. Look at her. She know uh, I, I think we're I think we're I think I think we I think we pulled the thread. I think we pulled the thread. I think we pulled the thread. So delightful. <laughs> I think that's where it's gonna be at. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us brainstorming all this. Right? Um, <laughs> all right. How much time do you think will pass between Shattered Glass and Will of the Empress? I think three or four years. I think they're going to be like 17, 18. I was going to say the same time jump as we had before, based on nothing but the fact that it happened, happened the last. It happened once yeah. before. Yeah. Four books in one year, then another four books in one year. What? She's going to start like right where she left off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! The will of the Empress she, is Shatterglass too. She, she <laughs> no, she's got to change that formula every time she she gets she gets into a pattern. She's got to change it. The book is called The Will of the Empress. Who is the Empress and what is her will? I feel like it's probably it's, a lady. It's somebody based only on the honorific. To Sandry and obviously to Beatrice, um, because they're also related. And I feel like it's her will for Sandri to be the next Empress. And then the next book is Battle Magic, isn't it? No, that's the last book. I don't think so. I feel like there's going to be somebody that doesn't like that they, that she wants Sandri to be the Empress and the battle that's going to be coming is uh, because they don't want Sandri to be the Empress. They want somebody else to be the Empress and it's going to come ahead of who they want as the empress or emperor instead of sandry yeah that's sounds as good as any anything i could think all right what modern day issue or issues are we going to be talking about how is it going to relate to the real world lord just because so many of these books have yeah, I'm calling uh, Russia Ukraine, so Russian expansionism. So maybe Yang Jing, maybe the Empress wants to expand Yang Jing's influence and she invades Ukraine, clearly, just because we know Tamra Pierce is a time traveler and that's that's the only thing mm-hmm. we're missing right now. I was going to say it is going to be leading up. Well, I don't know. Battle Magic is so far from it that I don't know if we can completely rely on that as. I don't know. I'm just gonna sit here and grin like a maniac. This is so entertaining. I think I actually like you guys actually pondering for realsies even more than I liked you guys coming up with the most ridiculous answer possible. And then because we know that Molly has been screaming, foreshadowing, 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 foreshadowing at the top of her lungs for God knows how many months, what events is going to happen in this book that was foreshadowed in a previous book. We still have the curse. The curse. The curse. (laughs) You know what's really frustrating? Is I've been sitting here this entire time wrecking my brain for exactly when you said that. (laughs) Because I can't fucking remember. And I think half of it is because I'm sick. The records show that Molly is losing her mind. 
I love this. I love this. I think the audience is going to love listening to your predictions. So then my last question, of course, is what movie mashup is this going to be? And I think that you discussed that. Are we, are we sticking with uh, Robin Hood meets Guardians of the Galaxy? I, yes. think, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so let me get this straight. This story takes place about three to four years after Shatterglass. Yes. It has Sandry and maybe Briar, but probably not everybody. It takes place in Yanjing. The Empress wants Sandry to take over her position. Yes. How do you think her siblings are going to feel about her taking over? Oh, God, Briar's going to be excited. He gets oh, yeah, he is. Much he is. So are you kidding? He's going to be like, hell yeah, free reign, let's go. What if we're thinking of Empress's will the wrong way? Like, maybe it's her will, so she died. Oh, she left everything no, no. to she left everything to Sandry. Or I was going to suggest that there was just a Evan. character named Will. <laughs> she just belongs to the Empress. He just belongs to the Empress, I guess. <laughs> hey, I'm Will. Yeah, she owns me because that's how. This is Will. Uh, maybe well, like, he could be Will Scarlet if we're talking Robin Hood, or if Sandry's going to become the Empress. Maybe Will Scarlet is her Will. Maybe actually about him. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I like Goodwin's version of the Empress died. And so the Robin Hood aspect of it is uh, Sandry becomes Empress. So she's going to take all the money of the rich and she's going to give all that to the poor. So she's going to be the Robin Hood character. So she's paying the debt. Yes. Oh, because hey. it's her duty. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. We're, we're on it now. And, and, and I don't know where the typhoon, boom, dust raccoon comes into play, but he's there too. That's why That's why people are upset that Sandry's taking over. She gets Discord the boom, dust raccoon to be like her sheriff of Nottingham or something. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. Okay, so Tammy likes to break tradition of what she's been doing. So, so far, the third, third one has always been the animal. So instead of it being a pet this time, that's who they want to take over the Empress. They're going to go into war over either Sandry or Discord the Raccoon becoming Empress. I like it. I like it a lot. Beautiful. Yes. Let's Fucking go. Beautiful. Yes. And because people are so terrified of Discord, they're like, you know what? Yeah, we want him to be the new emperor because he's just so terrifying. We I mean, yeah, he's no got to this what has she got? Like some thread? Yeah, I mean, who's gonna win? Boom Dust Raccoon or Thread? Before we read the excerpt, listeners, keep an eye out for our uh, box that we always yeah. give away. We will be having a giveaway within the next couple of weeks. We'll have stuff posted on all our social media stuff. So Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and all the above. The 25th day of Storm Moon, 1043 KF, Discipline Cottage, Winding Circle Temple, Emmeline. At first, Briar Moss's homecoming was grand. Lark worked her welcoming magic on all of them, erasing lines from Rosethorn's face that Briar had thought would never go away, and making Evie feel as welcome as if she were Lark's own daughter. Lark barely hesitated on meeting Evie's strange friend Luvo before she found them the ideal place to sit and watch them all. Briar, she saluted, letting him know that he had finally brought them all home safe. At that moment, it didn't seem to matter that Triss had left a new student with Lark or that another student, a fellow so shy he didn't want to share the attic with anyone, lived upstairs. All that mattered to Briar was that he was safe at discipline. That little bear still remembered him, that Rose Thorn seemed more like her old self than, he, than she'd been since they'd reached the Far East. Even the sight of temple habits, earth green here at discipline, fire red, air yellow, water blue, novice white on the spiral road, didn't rattle him. This was Emelon, not Gyeongshi. Outside the walls, he could hear the crash of the sea in the cove and the cry of gulls overhead. Briar was home and safe. The first problem came when Rose Thorn told him that he could sleep in her room for his few nights at discipline. She would stay with Lark for the present. The child Glocky had Briar's old room. 
There was no question of sharing the attic with the ferociously shy Comus. It felt strange lying down in Rosethorn's small, neat chamber, but it was only temporary. Since they picked up Sandry's letter when they had made port in Atar, Briar had known that things had changed. It was just as well, he'd thought then. He couldn't live as he did in the old days in too small temple cottage under Lark and Rosethorn's far too perceptive eyes. Rosethorn's bed was just not comfortable. It was a dedicate's hard cut, not luxurious by anyone's standard, but Briar was not used to even its might of softness. With mental apologies to Rosethorn and a promise to restore the room later, Briar moved the pallet to the floor. That was better. But when had discipline gotten so noisy? The attic floor creaked. Was that fellow up there rolling to and fro? Briar couldn't remember if the clock in the hub tower had ever woken him before. Then he could swear then he could swear he could hear the dog snoring from Glocky's room. It was also stuffy. Who could breathe in here? At last he found his bedroll and crept out the back door into the garden. It was cold for Emelon, wintertime around the pebbled sea, but Briar's roll was made for Gyeongshi winters. It was more than adequate for a night without rain, even in storm moon. He laid it out on the garden path and slid between the covers, plants and vines in full slumber all around him. He was asleep the moment he pulled the blankets up around his chin. He heard the chime of temple bells summoning earth temple dedicates to the midnight services that honored their gods. As he fell back into his dreams, flames roared up around him, throwing nightmare shadows on his eyelids. In the distance, triumphant warriors shouted and people shrieked. The wind carried the scent of blood and smoke to his nostrils. Burning carpets wrapped around him. Briar fought to get free while, while boulders shot from catapults smashed temple walls to rubble. Briar gasped and sat up. Sweat poured over his face, stinging in his eyes. He'd ripped his bedroll apart in his struggles, flinging blankets into the winter garden. Shuddering, he gulped in lungfuls of air, trying to cleanse his nose and throat of the lingering reek of burning wood and bodies. As his head cleared, he drew up his knees and wrapped his arms around them. Resting his face against his legs, he began to cry. It was the bell for services, wasn't it? Rosethorn was hunkered down close by, a shadow among shadows. She spoke with the trace of a slur. Briar scrubbed his face on his knees before he looked up. Bells? he asked. Rosethorn had her own share of bad dreams from the last two years. You slept fine on the ship, with hardly any nightmares, but now you're in temple walls, surrounded by temple sounds, including the calls to midnight service. It started the dreams again. You won't even be able to stay here a few days, will you? If she was anyone else, maybe I'd lie, Briar thought. But she was there. She knows. I jump just seeing all the different colored robes, he said wearily. Doesn't matter that the folk here are different races for the most part. We even use the same kind of incense they did back there. He shrugged. Evie will be all right, she said. Once the stone mages here start teaching her, she'll be busy. And I'll be around, Briar sighed. So I'll tell her when she gets up. I'll see tomorrow if Daja's got a room for me. Rosethorn got to her feet with a wince and offered Briar a hand. I doubt that Daja would write to say she has a, has a floor of the house opening onto the garden set aside for you if she didn't mean for you to live there, she said dryly as she helped him to his feet. And Briar, if the dreams don't stop, you should see a soul healer about them. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on Acast. Shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it as we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic. And thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. Dear viewers, I might be allowed to curse at work. Dear viewers, I may be allowed to curse at work, but you might not be able to. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> you know, we don't have viewers. We have listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Are you saying they cannot see this horrific visage? 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.